0: To set in the closet closet. There, guy up at Plain City and, and, and hop in hot. That's just been easy, easy oh. It's three hours a of windshield up and down. But no, I was Thank you.
1: March, we've got the uh, United Women of Faith. You know, Tammy's given me a, a few of the announcements that uh, on the 7th, for that uh, Women of Faith, it's a luncheon meeting from 12 to 2, and it's right here at Tyler Church. Uh, and there's also another sign-up uh, clipboard in the lobby for people to sign up to bring things for that. Uh, also, I'm working on a plan to bring the Schmitz uh, sausage uh, truck here, they come out of Columbus to various communities in the area, and we're planning on doing something that on a weekday in April, and if that goes well, we're already looking forward to doing it on Sunday, the 21st of May, and that could be right after we get done here uh, with the church service, we could all uh, go to the east parking lot uh, on the other side of the fellowship hall and enjoy sausage uh, on our way home. Of course, the church, the base will be open. We can all go down to Otter Pie and and eat there. So we're looking forward to that as a way to uh, increase our ministry. Are there any guests here? Okay. And does anybody else have an announcement? would like to make this morning. Okay, well, as we all know, the uh, first this is the first Sunday of Lent, and so we want to uh, think about that. At this time, our first hymn is hymn number 365, Grace Greater Than All Our Sin. We're going to sing all verses, and I'd like everybody to please stand as able for this hymn. The uh, material for our Sunday school class for Chosen is coming in. We're planning on starting that not next week but the week after. And I'll be in contact with people who were with us the uh, last time. Well, you
0: work through our I want to thank the uh, bell Clark and all the hard work that was wonderful, that was wonderful. and I, I do want to say thank you to all those Come to participate with bells. That's a, a remarkable. Um, so we got Joanne who had surgery. Wave your wave wave your wing that you've had fixed. Okay. Uh, Joanne would appear to be doing pretty well. So we're glad you're here. You were in our prayers too. And then. Uh, open request show of hands and we have a special request for Tim that needs uh, needs special prayer so be in prayer for Tim uh, and and we'll be thinking of and we'll be praying for Judy let her know we pray for her she needs it thank you
2: <laughs> oh yes
0: There was a death in the family and... So in her teacher's family.
2: Her teacher's
0: mom passed away. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, we'll be praying for your teacher and the family. I'd like to
1: uh, include the family of Ray Pryor. Uh, he passed away yesterday. Some people may not realize that. Uh, local politicians in the area also very uh, involved
0: in veterans activities. So the family of Ray Pryor. Family of Ray Pryor. It was a, uh Lori, did you have your hand up? No.
2: Okay.
0: Nancy? My name's out of the room, just Mike and Peggy. Mike and Peggy? Mike and Peggy, yes. Yeah. I haven't talked to them last week. Uh, BJ well we keep praying for you and BJ and then we have uh, from out at Springbank we have Lori that needs prayer Uh, we have Don that needs prayer we have Bill and we have an Elsie do you remember that Mr. Chairman? Yeah. Elsie? Elsie? Hmm? Elsie passed away. Elsie passed away So for, for her family. Anybody else? Pastor we'll uh,
1: make another praise. Uh, last week when I was so happy to announce that we had 40, I thought, okay, no way we're be able to pass that and sustain that, but today we have 44. So praise God. <clears throat>
0: Well, and so those of you that weren't here last week, now you know what it looks like to have forty-four in the pews with us. And we're thankful for each and every one of you. And hope to see most of you again next Sunday. And I haven't I usually do this at every time we have a covered dish gathering. Um I want to remind all of you that make pies. Your pastor only likes two kinds of pies. There's only two pies that I cold and, and hot. And yes, uh, that's been good for at least 30 years. I've, I've used that same, same story. Anybody else have a special concern they want to lift up? Bill. Yes, I'd like to lift you up, Pastor, with all the well, thank you, these, you. these two churches you're dealing with, and all the visitations that you try to accomplish, and the problems you with illnesses that you have at home. Uh, you need to be praised and thanked for the work that you do. Well, thank you, Bill. I guess that means I have to stay another whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and so from uh, Springbank, we also have uh, Annie's Annie, and for Connie's daughter, Christina. Yes, Chris. with Kristen. Chris, Christina. Christina or Kristen? Christina. Did I say Christina? Oh, okay. So I was close the first time. So we'll be praying, and and that's what, I think Connie's already left to go out to the hospital uh, to be with her daughter, and so we uh, we hope that she has uh, safe travels. And Christina was doing some better uh, this morning, and so uh, it's it's difficult for me to say anything about details, and I think all of you appreciate that. So we will be praying for Connie and her daughter. And I do want to say I'm I'm excited about the few of you that really have been working diligently with the Smith Sausage Food Truck, which was a lot for me to try and learn. So, uh, I give Diana uh, a thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that... Uh, Connie's been working on that too, Don was cracking the whip over us like he should have and it looks like it's going to come through. <laughs> Diana, do you have anything to say about food truck endeavors? Um, it's
2: just interesting to learn about it. Interesting to learn about it and how it all works. And, right. And they say that Chillicothe is a hot spot for them, they like coming here, so let's show them that we
0: well, Carrie. Well, we, we're. Um, I haven't talked to Janet about this yet. Where's Janet? Way back there. Janet, I'm probably going to be putting some signs in your yard when the food trucks here. Is that okay? That's okay. That's fine. I knew it would <laughs> be. Well, we'll put some signage in her yard and all around the church. And I got to tell you. I can feel the Holy Spirit continuing to bless this church and we will keep working together to accomplish ministry for our neighborhood. I want you to always think like that. We work together for ministry to people in need and There are people that need to come to the food truck and spend their money because they don't want to cook at home. All of you shout, Amen. 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 Thank you. Let's pray. Eternal and gracious Lord, we've lifted up many. You've heard their names. You know who they are. And you know how to minister to them, comfort them. And we ask for healing and we ask for strength. And we ask to be courageous disciples, Lord, for you. And as we gather together, we're going to share in the work with our pies and our gifts. And we want you, dear God, to bless and anoint all of those gifts that they be put to use right here in our neighborhood and throughout the world for the ministry of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And all God's people said together, Amen. Amen. Ushers, please come forward.
1: So, chapter 5, verses 12 through 19 of the Epistle to the Romans. It's entitled Adam and Christ. Sin came into the world through one man, and his sin brought death with it. As a result, death has spread to the whole human race because everyone has sinned. There was sin in the world before the law was given, but where there there is no law, no account is kept of sins. But from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, death ruled over all mankind, even over those who did not sin in the same way that Adam did when he disobeyed God's command. Adam was a figure of the one who was to come but the two are not the same because God's free gift is not like Adam's sin. It is true that many people died because of the sin of that one man, but God's grace is much greater and so is his free gift to so many people through the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ. And there is a difference between God's gift and the sin of one man. After the one sin came the judgment of guilty, but after so many sins comes the undeserved gift of not guilty. It is true that through the sin of one man, death began to rule because of that one man. But how much greater is the result of what was done by the one man, Jesus Christ? All who receive God's abundant grace and are freely put right with Him will rule in life through Christ. So then, as the one sin condemned all mankind, in the same way, the one righteous act sets all mankind free and gives them life. And just as all people were made sinners as a result of the disobedience of one man, In the same way they will all be put right with God as a result of the obedience of the one man. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
0: Thank you, Bob, for reading through the Romans chapter Uh, 5, as usual, when I start my message, I ask you to lift your voices with me, and we'll say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I also add to that, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I thank God for reading the lesson for today's message from chapter 5 of Romans. The book of Romans is a, is a fairly large letter. Uh, scholars talk about how it was put together. Scholars spend years studying the words from the ancient Greek. and. I've mentioned this probably in the past. The Greek language is kind of a static language in that there's no capitalization. Somebody go, woohoo! Isn't that great? No capitals. No capitalization. And English teachers, raise your hands. No English teachers here today. My English teachers love this. But the Greek has no punctuation. So you don't know where the commas are, you don't know where the periods are. uh, The space between each individual word is about the same. So you have to really understand the Greek language and the subtle meanings of each word. And Paul, in his writing to the home churches of Rome. These were small churches. They met in a home throughout Rome. Uh, You know, that's in Italy today, and it's still Rome. And it's a large city. It was a large city in antiquity. And as these people gathered together to worship God and to trust and believe in Jesus Christ. They needed encouragement. All of you that have gathered here this morning, you're here for encouragement. We're here to listen to the bells and to be encouraged and to be with our friends. Um, how many of you come just because of your friends? <laughs> yeah, Me too. You're all my friends. Love all of you. Hey, we come to church because we feel accepted. We cherish relationships. Paul, on the other hand, wanted to teach people the subtle stuff of being a follower of Jesus. Now, I gotta I I, I know that all of you understand that when we work a day, we expect a day's Pay. pay. Yes. When we work a day, we expect a day's pay. When we understand the love of Jesus Christ dying on a cross for our sins, the, the sin that has followed our, uh, our ancestors from very early, because Paul is talking about Adam and Eve in the garden who committed the sin of disobedience and they were cast out of the garden and what followed them out of the garden was death. Now I'm not going to dwell on that because there is a gift that comes through Jesus Christ. There's a gift. You can't buy it. You can be righteous all day long and you can't earn it by being righteous. You can do acts of piety. See, I, I threw in a big word there so you know I went to school. You can be kind to people and that doesn't make you any more or less saved. Now, we're going to get around to a word that was in the text today. That word is justification. Now, justification is a word out of attorney stuff. Yes, we understand the law. The Jewish people put together 613 statutes, which they still to this day call the law. Their focus on God is obedience to the law. That's the Jewish people. And we love them because Jesus loves everybody. And the example that is set by Jesus is to be kind, considerate, love others, love your neighbors, you love yourself. Jesus actually said that. And we need to learn to love ourselves and to love God. And we need to know that sin no matter how you define it, sin is disobedience to God. We know what sin is. We know what it looks like. Uh, there's, there might even be a few of us in this congregation that know what sin tastes like. I didn't see any smiles, so think about that. Oh, Diana knows what sin tastes like. It's second. It's that cream-filled donut, isn't it?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, somebody was thinking of something else. Oh, no, I wouldn't thinking of just beverages. No. I was thinking of the whole realm of how we consider our lives and sin. Now, it's easy to think about my sin's not as bad as brother... Uh, let's see, do we have anybody named Louie in this congregation? <laughs> No, my sin's not as bad as Louis' sin. How many of you have Uncle Louis? Anybody? No. Okay. I can use that all nope. day. With God, the problem with sin is that all sin separates us from God, even even little sins. Sin is disobedience. God was unhappy with Adam and Eve in the Garden, and when he sent them out, death followed. But I want to dwell on the gift. You see, with Jesus, there were centuries and centuries and centuries of God working with creation. When you think about God, I want you to focus on our God is so mighty and wonderful that when our God spoke, he created all that is. Our God is larger and more powerful and more wonderful than the empty vastness of forever when we look at the night sky. Why did ancient people study the night sky? Because God tells stories in the stars. And when you come to the realization that the black of night has no end, that is exactly how powerful the God we worship is and shall always be. You see, death separates us from God, and that's sin. Now, there is is a cure for sin. Romans chapter 5, where I'm turning to right now. You see, Paul writes, and in this translation that I'm reading from, it says, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, that's Adam. The rescuing of all creation came into the world through one man. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the only begotten Son of God. So, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to earn and to know that we are justified in God's great court Oh no, we can't buy it. We can't work all day and earn it like a paycheck. There's nothing we can do to loving our neighbor that will make us saved. So as I read through that, it says in verse 15, but the free gift is not like the trespass. The trespass is sin. Any disobedience to God is sin. If we say a casual word that harms somebody, that's a sin. When we realize that we have to repent. Even when we've been saved since we were children, we were at these altars and, and asked God to forgive us. And a pastor up front here or up there put water on our heads when we were tiny children and said, you're baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptism's initiation into God's family. It always has been, the initiation. Whether with an infant or whether with believer baptism. We that are United Methodists, we think God's grace even works through the water of baptism to babies. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to baptize a baby. But I can because I know it's grace. It's God's love. It's a gift. Baptism is a gift. Baptism is not a ritual that makes you saved. God forbid we think like that. We don't think like that. We think and know in our hearts that it's all a gift from God. The air we have to breathe, the water that we have to drink, the food that will be on our tables in a few minutes. Yeah, a few minutes. Check it these are all gifts from God now why a gift from God well it's because God loves you and God loved everybody so much that he sent Jesus as a great teacher a prophet a man of healing and not just healing of broken bodies and not just healing of the blind but healing of broken hearts healing of broken spirit, healing of people that were confused to help them straighten out. Yeah. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through the one man's trespass, our ancient ancestor Adam, much more surely, have the grace of God and the free gift in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Because of the love of Jesus Christ, all creation can be saved. Everybody shout amen. amen. All creation can be saved. Amen. Amen. Now, there is one thing that comes up in this lesson that says this. I'm going to go straight to it, somebody sing a song. Uh. You see, this grace is abundant and it's a free gift of righteousness that takes dominion over our lives when we say we believe, and we believe. That's the only thing you have to do to be saved, is believe. It doesn't say you have to be baptized. It doesn't say that you have to do this or say this certain prayer. But it's through Jesus Christ that we have eternal life. One man's righteousness Jesus that walked this earth as a man and as God's only begotten Son and was filled with the Holy Spirit at his baptism in the Jordan River when John saw the heavens open. And when the heavens opened, a voice came down from heaven and said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And then the dove of the Holy Spirit came out. And Jesus was filled anew with the Holy Spirit. As with many thinkers, I think Jesus knew the entirety of his mission on earth. And his mission was to teach, heal, and tell people to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength and might and he told them to love their neighbors as themselves a lot of people misunderstood that in his day and from the empty spots in these pews there's a lot of people in our own neighborhood that doesn't understand the love of God for all creation now Grace is a free gift. Can't earn it. Can't drop enough money in the offering plate to buy it. There's nothing you can do except say, I believe. So everybody say that real loud. I believe. And what you just gave a profession of faith to is that you believe Jesus is. The Son of God, and always will be the Son of God. Oh, there may be other, there may be prophets, I'm, I can't, there, the book of Revelation is full of all sorts of prophecy, <coughs> and I don't dispute anything in the Bible. You see, we believe, and we believe because our hearts are filled with the indwelling Holy Spirit. Yes some of us don't come to church every Sunday that makes me sad a little bit actually it makes me a little jealous sometimes too because I wish I was out having fun like the rest of you fishing and going on going on wonderful vacations and I want you to go on your vacations you need the rest you need to relax you need to have fun this Bible is not about punishment. Although, if you turn your back on God, there is punishment, but I'm not going to dwell on that. You know that. You've heard plenty of those heck, fire, and brimstone preachers, haven't you? Just watch the TV preachers. Golly, they'll scare the money right out of your wallets. <laughs> yes, thanks for laughing that it was pathetic. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> You're justified. I'm going to kind of work around to being done. You're justified. When we go to court with Jesus as our attorney, so to speak, he says, Dad, he's talking to God, the Father Almighty, he says, hey, Dad, this is one of mine. I claim you. Now, Jesus ain't going to say you're innocent. He's going to say he claims you. You belong to Jesus. We're not innocent. We're, we're all guilty. But Jesus loved you so much that our sins are forgiven. And when Jesus tells his dad, Abba, well, how he referred to God, Abba is the uh, Arabic word for daddy. Abba. Daddy, this one is one of mine. I claim him. Yeah, he's rough around the edges. Yes, she's been in a lot of trouble, but she's one of mine. Think about your own children that you love and your own grandchildren. You see, the verdict is simple. And I'm going to share from a beloved saint of a little gal. I had to do her funeral before I left Arcadia, Florida, Karen at covered-dish dinners like we're having coming up, which I, I'm i glad we're having. We need to have more of them. We'll have fun. Karen would come up to me and bring me a big piece of pie or a big piece of angel food cake with, with uh, oh, I think it had cherry drizzle all over it. And she'd say, Pastor, eat your dessert first. Life is short. And I'd say, thanks, Karen. And then she'd say, and next, eat all of your fresh green vegetables. You need them. You see, the dessert is understanding. Jesus loves you so much that he died for you, he died for me, he died for all of creation, that this world will be justified at that final judgment. No, I can't go to the final judgment and say, I'm innocent. I can say I love Jesus and I ask for the mercy of Jesus. Don't ask for justice at that great white throne judgment. That's not what we need. We need love. We need the forgiving grace of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. We have no defense. The Bible tells us over and over and over again we're guilty of sin. But with Jesus we're not guilty. The verdict is this. You're not guilty. You're loved, And that's what changes everything. And all God's people said together Amen. Heavenly Father, keep us all safe. Let us be disciples that are filled with courage to move forward with all sorts of ministry experiments to offer the neighborhood of Tyler Memorial United Methodist Church a glimpse of Jesus loving the entire world. Amen.
1: Closing hymn, hymn number three seventy-eight. Amazing Grace. You know it well. We're going to sing all six verses. Let's please stand as able to sing this wonderful hymn.